Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023, and this is episode 417 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. It's another Tuesday, Coffee with Brian, Coffee with Brian. Uh, how's it going, everyone? What do we got in the bug today? Oh, still got some GSD, GSD. Get shit done, boys. Get shit done. High-end caffeine, light roast. It is fantastic. Um, tastes good. Doesn't give you the super jitters, but is definitely on that higher end of the caffeine um, load up when you uh, when you dig in. So, eh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one, especially if you're a little busy. If you if you ride with uh, a couple different bags of beans open at a time, I usually open one. Um, the only open one bag at a time and run straight through it. I usually uh, get about one one bag a week. I would say it's a little bag a week or a little bit more, depending on uh, how many double days I have. But uh, yeah, I usually go straight through. Sometimes I'll uh, I'll get a hankering for something different, but I usually stay on the on the light end. So uh, going through a bag a week of the same blend is not a big deal for me. Um, but GSD, GSD, I think today, maybe tomorrow, depending if I have one after the show tonight, but, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> holy crap, wow, you ever inhale and, um, something flies right in your throat, <laughs> that was cool, um, anyway, good morning, let's see who's in the comments this morning already, we got, um, Pip dropping in early, Robin hosting, good morning, she's out, another busy morning, Josh, Josh and Kyle, the two twin butchers, twins, um, kind of. They must be fraternal twins because they don't look very much alike. Uh, Backwood says, good show last night. Exciting to know me and Pip are marketing geniuses. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know if Pip, Pip came up with the actual Duction Cup name, uh, but definitely in with, the right, uh, in with the right crew when they came up with that. Um, and yeah. James Bond last night, if you guys didn't check that out and you have a side hustle, small business, anything that you're trying to get people to remember, take a listen. And I highly suggest you uh, you grab his book too. Brain Glue is uh, is what it's called. Uh, I appreciate it. If you go to the go to the interview uh, on YouTube or the, the audio podcast on both feeds, the, the Lots Project podcast feed and lots to talk about James Bond. Uh, brain glue, hit that affiliate link, grab that book and read it. I'm pretty sure I saw it last night. I think with Kindle Unlimited, it is free. So, um, check it out. I think it would definitely be worth a free, uh, free listen for sure. Um, uh, Kyle says he's the only GSD that came in his care package. Oh, what do you think of it? What do you think of it? Mm, it's good. It is good. Morning, morning, morning. K-Bonk, what's going on? How are you doing this morning? Hope all is well. So what are we talking about today? Uh, finally going to get around. Corey's like, I looked at her this morning. I said, you know, I didn't do anything yesterday. I didn't go anywhere. I shouldn't say I didn't do anything. I did like four review videos, two videos of Tim's property. Uh, did a bunch of blog post entry drafts uh, for this week. Basically setting my week up a lot to, to get easier as the week goes on. Uh, and trying to get ahead a little bit. And so, um, <laughs> uh, so I was here staring at a computer screen all day. Well, that doesn't spur, um, spur show topics very often. Usually the where they come uh, is usually while I'm walking the dogs, but I was thinking about video production um, or when I'm out and around doing stuff on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis. It, it spurs not necessarily day-to-day -day thoughts, but uh, different things. I'll see things and, and just jot them down for uh, for topics. I didn't have any on my list this morning. I was like, hey, Corey, what should I talk about? She's like, well, you could finally get around to talking about the shit show that happened across the street since you've talked about it almost like four times. 
I was like, okay, well, give me some notes. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Finally, get through that. It's not that impressive anymore now that it's like way after the fact, but eh, it's it's something to fill some time. Uh, also got news from Ryan uh, from Curio Bullion. The silver is on its way, I think, today. He said, we'll hit the mail for me. And uh, yeah, he sent some pictures. So I'll share some pictures in a little while if you happen to be watching. And if you don't... Um, if you're not, I will. Uh, they're in the Telegram group, so you can check that out. But anyway, we're up here at five minutes, so let's hit that perfect cup question of the day, and we will uh, we'll move on with the show. All right, everyone, it's time for the 87th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat, L-O-T-S chat. Or you can find me on socials all over Facebook, Telegram, Instagram. Uh, yeah, I don't post on Instagram much. <laughs> let's try that again. I need to get this list written down because every day I, I uh, intend to remember it and I forget it. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, MeWe for now, and Noster, or the sure way is to go over to that Telegram group and find the pinned question. As I say that, I didn't pin it yesterday. I just did it this morning when I went to look for the answers, and they weren't all right there. But we do have a good list of answers to the question of the day, and today's question is, what's the biggest lie you once believed was true? What's the biggest lie you once believed was true? And man, <laughs> I thought that I had a, um, <laughs> this question, dropping it into my group, I could only imagine the, the, the answers that were going to come forth, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think they were all uh, decent, actually well thought out. Uh, so Bravo, guys. Bravo. I didn't see anything over on Nostra when I checked real quick last night before bed. If something came in overnight, I didn't have a chance to swing over there this morning, but uh, I didn't see anything other than um, other than that. Uh, K-Bong says, oh, how did I miss that question? Yeah, it's because um, I forgot to pin it, man. And then I got buried in a conversation about Kyle's dad and Josh sleeping in and getting slept in and all sorts of stuff. But Anyway, let's hit the answers. K-Bonk, you're more than welcome to drop one in the comments, and I will grab it uh, at the end here. But let's see what everybody in the chat said. Kyle says, Backwood Butcher says, my ex-girlfriend, who was wildly abusive physically and mentally, that sounds like a good time, um, at least in your early 20s, once told me uh, my people didn't, my people, once told me people didn't like my personality, and that was the reason all my friends ditched me. And I'd have to completely change myself. That stuck with me far after the breakup until I did the work to gain back my confidence. She wanted you all to herself, honey. She wanted you all to herself. And she didn't um, She didn't want to share. She didn't want to share. Sounds like she was a manipulative bitch. So glad you're not with her anymore. Uh, James says the biggest lie he's ever believed was true was, I love you. And I did not, I was not shocked at all that I heard that from James. And I also bought that lie at one point in my life and uh, got over that, got over that. Now I don't think it's a lie. And now I don't know it's a lie. I know it's not a lie. Well, I hope it's not a lie. <laughs> 15 years in. Uh, anyway, let's uh, Blueberry, Blueberry down in Texas there says the government is here to help you yes yes we are the government and we're here to help those that was the line of um <laughs> that was the line uh that uh, i thought i was going to go down when i posted this question in here um <laughs> rose says the that the government and military are run with competence <laughs> yep keeps going down the hill as he started rolling in i was like oh boy oh boy here we go and canadian farmstead kept the kept the ball rolling with the government is necessary that is a that is a huge lie that is a huge lie especially once you become an anarchist and realize that um they're only there to keep themselves there <sighs> 
Uh, Sean weighed in with a controversial topic. Well, at least controversial to me. I said, I don't really buy that one, man. But um, everybody has their own opinion. And that's where our conversation kind of went sideways. And since I didn't pin the comment, it kind of got buried. But we still have a few answers after this. But Sean says, do whatever makes you happy doesn't in the end. And I think that when we started discussing it, it came down to the fact of what happy truly means. Fleeting momentary happiness or true fulfillment and happiness long term. Is it a... um, is it a smile when you, you know, um, when you have that first sip of whatever, um, your first sip of coffee, is that happy? Or is it, um, you know, long-term sustained just fulfillment and happiness, contentness? Who knows? Who knows? And that's the difference um, of perspective that can change an answer very quickly. Uh, let's see. Josh, the renegade butcher said he had a complex one and I really like this one. Actually really like it. Um, you can always rely on family. And he clarified and said, it's not a lie, but what they don't tell you is family doesn't necessarily mean blood. I'm going to read that one again for you guys. And Josh says, you can always rely on family is one of the biggest lies that he believed was true. And he said the statement itself is not a lie, but they omit the fact that family doesn't necessarily mean blood relatives. And in some cases it does. I'm not saying that all family is um, is not, um, you can't rely on them. I'm not saying that at all by any means. But I think to automatically assume just because they came out of the same womb or whatever that um, that they have to be there for you or want to be there for you or need to be there for you. Any of it. So, yeah. Well done, Josh. Well done. Uh, Scrambling says three meals a day is good for you and a normal way to eat. F that one and done so much time and health back. He is, uh, he is currently doing keto, eh, maybe carnivore, or keto-ish, one of the two. But he's down to uh, a fast and one meal a day, and he's loving it. And um, I, I've i considered that. I've considered that. For a long time, when I was a service tech, I would go all day without eating. Um, and then all of a sudden get hungry in the afternoon. And the problem was I wasn't prepared for that. So when that hunger struck and I was out at a gas station working, I had to eat what was available because when I, when it was time to eat, I, if I was standing in a gas station, it was not fast longer and find more food somewhere else. It was okay. This is available. Eat it done. And it was usually shit. So I think if, if, if I had prepared better, I think it would have been a great diet for me and eating schedule for me. Uh, the problem is Corey and I interact here and she is exactly opposite. She was a more um, grazer, um, small, small meals more often during the day from what I've observed over 15 years of living with her. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But Scramlin says definitely it's not the three squares uh, a day that they always preach. Uh, Golden Crickets came in with two always the overachiever uh she says uh, if they love you enough they will change so so will you i haven't believed that in a long time but it ruined my credit history a long time ago oh yeah <laughs> that's a deep one to unpack but uh, yeah i um yeah let's just go over that one um learn to just be yourself and yeah don't expect anyone to change because if they change, they're not going to be, yeah, it's not going to change to what you want. Her second one was, if you just endure a job you hate for a few years, it will pay out and you will be able to do what you want in a few years. I'm done putting my life on hold for anyone. Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting conversation uh, with some guys that do that. And I did that quite often. And I would just hang on for the few years and learn what I could and then move to a different job and do this um, cycling up and down and lateral movement across different careers. 
but my goal was to learn new shit, um, make enough money to pay the bills and learn new stuff. And then I would get bored and self-destruct. But anyway, we got another answer over here in the comments. Um, Philippine Nomad says, question of the day, answer, go to school, go get good grades, go to college, get a good job, retire at 65, and the government will take care of you. Yes. <laughs> Is that the same lie they tell people in the Philippines, Mike? Because they tell that to us here, and um, it sounds like it might be to their advantage to have everybody do that uh, so they can have a tax farm and then give them a little bit back at the end. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Does anybody know the current um, the current payback on Social Security uh, as as opposed to what goes in uh, over the time over your lifetime and what you get back? Not sure. Not sure. I guess it all depends on how long you live. But uh, let's see. Um, Backwoods Butcher says GSD is amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And Canadian Farmstead, this is going to start a fight. But says uh, Kyle's a sellout. Folgers forever. Oh, man. <laughs> James James weighs in on the changing comment from Golden Crickets and says, change this, change that. Then bitch, you aren't the same man I married. <laughs> James, is, James, is, uh, James is in a rough spot right now to do any conversing about relationships. But, uh, hey, we enjoy, we enjoy his his take on things at the moment because I remember about uh, 16, 17 years ago, I was going through the exact same thing. So I feel you, man. I feel you. It does get better for sure. Let me see. Um, let me see here if I got anybody else weighing in. Uh, Rise Custom Leather, good morning. How are we doing? Never retire. The words fixed income are a death trap. Yeah. Yeah, or set yourself up to never have to retire or have residual income coming in forever. I don't know. I don't know what the best way is. I'm I'm dead set on um, finding something to do that I don't want to retire from. All right, let's wrap up Perfect Cup question. Let's get to the history and then we can bullshit all we want. Again, the Perfect Cup question today was... What's the biggest lie you once believed that was true? What is the biggest lie you once believed was true? If you want to weigh in again, head on over to the Telegram chat. Just click up through those pinned messages. You can always reply to it and start a new conversation about it. That's the nice thing about Telegram is we just kind of go with what the topic du jour is as people bring it up. What's the topic of du jour? It's the topic of the day. <laughs> Corey just rolled her eyes because we went back and forth on that one when we went out to dinner the other night. Uh, was that Ace Ventura? Dumb oh, Dumb and Dumber. That's right. Well, I couldn't remember which uh, which Jim Carrey uh, ridiculous movie it was, but um, Corey was a big fan when she was a kid. And uh, yeah, shoot de jour. Um, anyway, <laughs> you can always find that question in Telegram or on the other socials, Facebook, LinkedIn, can't remember ever twitter that's it and me we noster for sure i check that most often and get straight notifications on there because the other ones don't like to notify you when you get things so check out that telegram group or noster and um look out for the question for tomorrow then another episode of the perfect cup and now back to the main show all right all right k bonk change your oil every two thousand miles who the hell was telling you to change your oil every 2,000? I remember in the 80s, it was 3,000. Then it went to 5,000. But then I had a sneaky oil rep tell me, yeah, we only give you those numbers to sell more oil. It's actually like 8 to 10. And that was back when it was like standard before they went to synthetic. So, yeah. Uh, let me hit this. Um, uh, let me hit the chat here before I... Um, <laughs> renegade butcher says kyle found out what real coffee is and james is bitching about his ex again must be a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gingerbread Farm says, Oil? What's that? I have a, I have an electric car that I had to jump through hoops to figure out how to get to SRF because I can't drive it more than 200 miles without plugging it in. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's a leaf. Uh, K-Box says he's been hearing it since the 70s, moving target. Yeah, yeah. I worked at a, at a service station that did oil changes, and the people that would come in, the, there were extremes. People would come in, and they were like, oh, I only have 50, I only have 500 more miles to my oil change stickers up. And it was like, so they're at 2,500 miles. And then you had some kid that, that ran the thing for like six years and never put a drop in it. And when you open the oil plug, it like, it slowly just sludges out all in one one little wad out the out the, the drain hole <laughs> yeah yeah all right well let's get to this history segment pip does um smack up job getting through it and i appreciate every day that he comes through with a uh, history segment uh history this day in history jesus huh <sighs> Backwoods Butcher says, good morning, Corey. Corey was very disappointed, guys, yesterday. I have to tell you, uh, yesterday was a weird day because it was a holiday. Uh, Josh slept in, so her uh, her biggest fan wasn't in the audience. Kyle was off shooting a cow in the head, uh, listening in audio. People weren't really on the people weren't really on the um, on the ball yesterday. And after the show, Corey looked at me and she said, I was really disappointed that no one said anything yesterday. I'm like, or today. I'm like, what? Said anything? They didn't say it. Nobody said good morning to me. There you go, guys. There you go. No one said good morning to her, and now she's upset when you don't. So either I'm going to have to pretend that you guys are typing it, or you're going to have to actually type it. Ah. Uh. K-Bong says that one of the things he was told was the winter tire pressure. I remember winter tire pressure. He needed different tire pressure in the winter. Um, and uh, <laughs> Gingerbread says the air gets changed when the tires explode. I had a friend that I swear bought a new vehicle every time he needed tires. He never bought new tires. He just bought a new vehicle. Oh, no. <laughs> You did it now. <laughs> James says you're spoiled. Um, Pippin says, uh, morning, Corey, and cheers. K-Bong says, hi, K, from K. <laughs> Josh says, I stayed up too late on Sunday night, Corey. I'm sorry. I'll make sure I'll give you a shout out on the big show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, while I'm, while I'm uh, mentioning that, if you happen to be free tonight, which you should, or you should clear your schedule for the Renegade Butcher's uh, 50th episode of his show on YouTube uh, and all over all the other places. He streams like to nine different places, I believe. Uh, but he's going to be doing a giveaway, and we have some stuff in that giveaway. You can get a pound of this GSD that uh, Kyle and I were talking about this morning and also some stickers, uh, Lots Project, Baby Walter and Company, uh, Grounded Souls. So if you're into the foot thing, you can get a sticker with some feet on it. Um I just don't care what uh, what you're doing with them. Pippin Eyes says nitrogen filled tires. Nitrogen filled tires. Oh God. Mm, mm, mm. Canadian Farm said I learned that later. Canadian Farm says says life hack: rent the same model car you have when you need new tires, and then swap the tires. Think we can find a uh, think we can find a rusted out F two fifty from the early two thousands. <laughs> Oh, let's hit the history segment. Uh, happy post-Monday, humans, and here's some wiki nugs for lots of history for you. This day in 1431, Hundred Years' War in ruined France, the 19-year-old Joan of Arc is burned at the stake by an English-dominated tribunal. Pip's notes, as a famous as Joan of Arc, I didn't expect she was only 19. Life is weird. Yeah, 19 years old that uh, she was burned as a, what was it, a heretic? Is that uh, is that what they said she was? Um, 
I'm pretty sure they called her all sorts of stuff. But uh, yeah, 19. Uh, things progressed way quicker in that time. And now we have kids sitting at 26 years old on mom and dad's insurance in their basement because we have to take care of them. Joan Ark was burned at the stake at 19. She might have accomplished some things before that, and that's why they did it. So, Backwoods Butcher says she sounds hot. Well, she was for a little while. This day in 1539 in Florida, Hernando de Soto lands at Tampa Bay with 600 soldiers with the goal of finding gold. Pips notes, this concludes the history segment. I'm heading to book to, to the backyard prospecting for gold. Thanks, Pip, and good luck finding the gold. <laughs> this day in 1842, John Francis attempts to murder Queen Victoria as she drives down Constitution Hill in London with Prince Albert. Huh. I wonder how he did it. wonder how he did it. This day in 1883 in New York City, a stampede on the recently opened Brooklyn Bridge killed 12 people. Pips notes, I'll just leave this quote here. It's never too early to start beefing up your obituary. Now, a stampede, was this a, a human stampede? Was this a horse and carriage stampede? Was this, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look into the stampede in 1883 on the Brooklyn Bridge. Interesting. This day in 1942, World War II, 1,000 British bombers launch a 90-minute attack on Cologne, Germany. Pips notes, looking at the rubble, get out of the cities. The pics look like a dog just knocked over a Lincoln Log City. Yeah, uh, there's a link in the... Uh, <laughs> There's a link in the in the blog post. Uh, you can check out what it looked like in 1942 after the British just annihilated Cologne. This day in 1948, a dike. Sorry, Elon blipped me. A dike along the flooding Columbia River breaks breaks, obliterating Vanport, Oregon, within minutes. Fifteen people die, and tens of thousands are left homeless. Pips notes. Well, frack. Huh. Yeah, there is a link to that for sure. Oh, it looks like it's a link to the Columbia River. But yeah, um, that's what when we're driving around Tennessee and you, you hear the stories of um, the levees and the dams breaking in Tennessee. Um, they they flood out the 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 bottoms really fast. And as we were looking at places to stay, I was like, man, I'm really not educated on um, what's being kept from uh, decimation by a bridge or by a, um, by a dam or levee or whatever. <sighs> makes you nervous, makes you nervous, especially when you see heavy rains in the forecast and you're like, huh, am I in one of those spots that all of a sudden it's just going to be neck high water at uh, three in the morning? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, happy birthday today, born this day in 1874, Ernest Duchesne, French physicist, or physician, excuse me, a French physician who noted that certain molds kill bacteria. He made this discovery 32 years before Alexander Fleming discovered the antibiotic properties of penicillin, a substance, substance derived from those molds, but his research went unnoticed. Always the guy that figures it out that never gets the credit. Uh, this day in 1944, Meredith McRae, American act actress, she is most remembered for her roles as Sally Morrison on My Three Sons and as Billy Joe Bradley on Petticoat Junction. Two shows I know of but never really watched intently. Uh, this day, let's see who kicked it off. Um, this day in 1912, Wilbur Wright, American pilot and businessman, co-founder of the Wright Company. Pips notes how does one say Godspeed to a dude who altered the world with flight? I think he kind of got where he needed to go, how he got, how he needed to get there. But uh, Wilbur Wright died this day in 1912. No holidays to note. And this will wrap up another edition of Lots of History. Thanks, Pip. If you guys like Lots of History, you enjoy the little, little nugs he brings to us uh, every morning, Monday through Friday, please check out DuctionCups.com. That's just like suction cups, but with a D. 
DuctionCups.com. Head on over there. Buy some ducks. Buy some cups. Buy some boards. Support a good small business that's going to blow up. So you're going to want to be in early and say, I got Duction Cup. When they don't have any more, they're all sold out. Can't get them. Can't get them. Anyway, last night I was I was excited to tell uh, James Bond about um, my duction cups and uh, my buddy my buddy Pip and his partners over there and uh, that I think their name their uh, their pitch and everything is spot on. He agreed. He definitely agreed. And I uh, I showed him. I showed him the duction cup, right there. I pulled it off my cup. I had it on my cup. I showed it. And Plugsy got some shout-outs in the crowd. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got done with the show, and I was sitting here daydreaming about some things while I was uploading everything, and I was contemplating making Plugsy his own, like, Instagram or something. Nothing nothing fancy or anything. Just maybe a picture every morning of Plugsy hanging out with the microphone. Maybe any of Plugsy's friends that show up. I don't know. I don't know. But Plugsy is uh, Plugsy's getting shout outs on on the air now, and I'm excited about it. Let's uh, let's get over to the comments <coughs> rolled in during the history segment. Uh, Kyle told that joke and everybody stopped talking and Canadian Farmstead stated the obvious and said, well, that killed the chat. Uh, Josh says you can't say dyke on Starlink. <laughs> Backwoods says, get my name's my wife's name out of your mouth. And then they're talking about putting fingers in Kyle's dyke. Ah. Ah. All right. Well, it's been now um it's about a week. It's been like about a week since the whole thing started. No, a week and a half. Week and a half. Week and a half ago. That's a long time. We really didn't know what was happening when it started. Um, it didn't. So it didn't start looking like it was going to be a shit show. So it looks as though they have across the street where we're at, they have a little post power post for a, a camper. And I think I've gone over this before, but one day a guy rolls in with a fifth wheel, sets everything up, puts his uh, his um, the satellite out, gets plugged in, opens up does all his slides, and then leaves. And we're like, oh well, it's the beginning of like camping season in the summer. This might be his, uh, this might be his uh, just, you know, normal. This might be his 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 getaway spot. It's close to the river. Maybe he lives in the city. He was just setting up for the year. Because he, he just sat everything up and left. And it was like a Wednesday, I think, maybe. Tuesday or Wednesday. And then come come the weekend, um, people start rolling in. And I'm like, oh, man. Is this an every... Um, is this an every day or every weekend thing in the summer? And I started thinking. And I was like, okay, well, Memorial Day is next weekend. Uh, maybe it's going to be the let's get an extended vacation. We're all going to go up the weekend before, spend the week, get the three-day weekend, and go home. That was a popular thing to do in Minnesota, especially after the winter. And so they all started rolling in. And uh, that Friday, I think it was Friday, they all started rolling in uh, a couple more campers, uh, a pop-up, another big, long uh, pull-behind. And uh, they all get situated in there. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty, this is pretty packed over here pretty packed over here um this is going to be interesting hopefully it's not all week but if it is they weren't loud or anything so i wasn't really concerned and we have a front row view like our campers set up that it's like our tv screen basically if we were sitting in our living room big old window and we're just looking at this party well we're sitting here in the afternoon on a friday and you know hanging out after work and relaxing and all of a sudden state trooper rolls up and we're like whoa Hey, Stady, what's going on over there? Um, and he slows down in front of the house and rolls up and he rolls into this party over there and is in the squad. Um, and uh, please tell me this is a swingers story. God damn, Kyle. <laughs> you and your dyke wife. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, the, the state trooper rolls in and, uh, Corey and I shut the windows and, uh, we're sitting here and he rolls up and he gets out of the car and I'm like, Oh man, like puts his hat on. It wasn't like a friendly visit. It didn't look like, and we're like, Oh shit, what's going on? All of a sudden the people started coming out all gathering around this car and they start looking at this car, the front of this like SUV. And he gets his notepad out and he's taking notes and he's there. He was probably there for like 45 minutes, I would say at least. Uh, we're sitting here watching what the hell's going on, what's going on. Um, and more and more people, you know, you could tell, you could tell by the interactions of the people as they showed up that this was family. This was family. Corey, Corey grew up um, with extended family, uh, extended family going to a cabin, gatherings for holidays, regular weekends, but especially holidays, all the extended family would come. Uh, and it was family. Like you could tell, uh, grandma showed up and she was marching around pointing at things. This needs this, this blah, blah, blah. People are following her around doing everything she says. You could see the groups of guys like standing over by the truck, talking, bullshitting about they didn't want to deal with anything. It was obviously a, a group of people that were family. And so the cops looking at this thing and all the people are coming over and pointing and explaining and this and that. Finally, the cop after 45 minutes rolls out and we're like, okay, she must've hit something. She must've hit something while on her way here or something like that. Next day, in rolls the tow truck, in rolls the tow truck, starts towing her out. Oh no, it was a trailer. Oh, sh sorry. Sorry. I wasn't watching when that happened. See, I have this big block. I have the part of it that I can't watch exactly. And it might've actually been while I was walking the dogs or uh, asleep still. I can't remember. But Corey says they brought a trailer on their own. That's right. Because it was the truck that pulled one of the trailers or one of the campers. Um, they, they loaded up the car. Corey saw the front it was all smashed in. It was all smashed in. She said, maybe, um, road debris log. Like it was significant, whatever hit it. Uh, it was not drivable, which, they were got it there and didn't want to move it. So they were getting a police report done. That was kind of the beginning of the weekend. Uh, throughout the weekend, there were just tons of people coming and going, coming and going, coming and going all uh, all weekend. Um, we got to interact with them a little bit. Uh, we take the dogs for our walk. We go out our driveway and walk straight at them. Well, <sighs> weird weird um as we're walking one of our big saint bernards out some guy comes out and is all excited to see is all excited to see um <laughs> norman uh one day as he's coming out and norman is the one that we would um <laughs> it was uh, Norman would be the one we would choose to let people meet if we had to let people meet any of the dogs. Walter is old and grumpy, and he's 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 so hit and miss whether he's grumpy or not. Is um, it's tough to count on him just to be nice. Sometimes he's wound up and excited, and he's going to jump on you, and he wants to run his rub his stinky chin on you. Other times he just sits there and doesn't give two shits. Um, you could pet him. You could lay on him. You could tackle him. And other times he's grumpy and will give you some growl if you go to uh, if you go to touch him. So it's kind of hit or miss with him. Um, Clyde is so spastic and uh, and high energy, and then he also gets very nervous around people. So he is kind of hit or miss either whether he's going to be super excited and want to run around and be all excited. Or if he's going to cower back and um, and just kind of be nervous. Norman, Norman don't give a shit. Old Skishy, he, uh, if it's human and it's not, it doesn't look like a toy, uh, like a chicken or a rabbit or anything like that, he don't care. He don't care. He wants love. He gets excited. He wants you to grab his head and rub his head and hug him. And uh, he's just going to be good. So. Norman is definitely the one that we prefer to, to let meet people. And as he was coming down the driveway, a uh, guy that was parked, uh, his camper was right along the road. So he was the closest there comes walking over. Can I pet him? Can I pet him? And Corey's like, yeah, 
comes over, gives him a big old head rub, and Norman's in heaven and uh, gets all excited. And then every time we went out for the rest of the time they were there, and even after they left, Norman would walk straight down the driveway and stand there and look across the road and wait for this guy to come and give him love. Which happened more than one time until they left. Until they left. And then after they left, it was a couple times before Norman finally realized no campers over there anymore and he wasn't going to be getting head rubs every time he went on a walk. Anyway, so Norman met a friend over there, super nice people. Uh, the same guy we watched. Um, I don't know what it is. These people look like they might have been more urban um, just by the, the vehicles they were driving, things like that. Uh, and they seem to like to drive through the ditch to get up into the yard. Now, there's perfectly fine access from a driveway um, per a lot of room where they were going. But for some reason, they all wanted to drive through the ditch to get up into the yard. And especially one guy with a smaller truck that had the, the pull-behind camper. He came in a couple times, would just fire it up through the ditch, land in the yard. And uh, the one day we were sitting here watching, and he took a little bit of an extreme angle because there were some people parked there. I understand what he was trying to do, um, but he couldn't get up the ditch and tried a couple times uh, unsuccessfully. He'd get partial way up and start spinning sideways, backwards, and finally gave up and turned and uh, pulled out in the street and came around where he should have in the beginning and just drove up and parked next to his camper. But it was entertaining for us to watch. I was waiting for him to actually flip the thing because instead of going to the part of the ditch that was less steep, he would move back where it was more steep. And I was just waiting for him to go up that hill because he kept trying to go at a more of an angle and he kept getting more at an angle of almost slipping over. So that was fun to watch. Um, let's <laughs> see. So he got stuck in the ditch. One day we finally figured, we think we figured out why they were all here. Well, we think it was either a funeral or a wedding. And the reason we think this, it might have been a graduation. I don't know the school colors around here or anything. But the reason we think it was a celebration of some sort was one day there were boxes and boxes and boxes of flowers. Like, Man, was five or six at least five or six huge boxes of flowers, like probably three foot tall, two by two box, like the huge boxes they were carrying out of this camper, setting them in the yard, and people were grabbing them. Um... <laughs> um, so yeah, there were boxes of flowers, and they were taking them, they took them all somewhere. Uh, never to be seen again. We didn't see him come back. Did you see him come back? I never saw him come back. So I don't know where they went, what they did with him. Uh, but they all took off one day and everybody was gone for the whole day. I didn't see anybody around. Um, so I'm thinking they had some sort of party somewhere or funeral or wedding or God knows what. Um, but yeah, I was afraid they're going to be there all week. They came back and um, Sunday they all started rolling out pulling out it was uh it was fantastic watching them try to get out of there uh had some issues backing things up and pulling out a lot of them uh, a lot of them got right out um one camper had some some issues it was uh entertaining to watch them both park when they got there and when they left um robin was wondering cemetery flowers i don't think so um i don't think so they were, um, yeah, mm, maybe for a funeral, not for a decorated a cemetery. Maybe, maybe for a funeral. Bright yellow, bright yellow from what I could tell. I'm not, okay. <laughs> I can't see colors very good. And I just wanted to check with Corey that it was actually yellow, not like orange or something. But yeah, bright yellow. Um, I don't know about an actual cemetery. Hmm. Interesting. I'll drive around. I have to go to cemetery today. Maybe I'll uh, see a bunch of yellow flowers out somewhere and I'll be like, oh yeah, look at that. Anyway, uh, as they were pulling out, 
we thought they were all good. We thought everything was good. Uh, we were watching this one camper back up and back up and try to get out, try to get out. Um, <laughs> I can't see colors good. I can't. I can't. I'm like partially colorblind. And I told Corey forever that I was. And then um, she started getting these TikToks that were like colorblindness tests. And she would show them to me. She'd be like, well, look at this one. And I'd, sh- I'd answer and she'd be like, well, no shit. You can't see colors. I'm like, I've been telling you for 15 years, but I took TikTok tests for you to believe me. <laughs> I, can, I can't do shades. That's my problem. Shades, in between shades, um, in between shades and things like that are, uh, are my nemesis. And um, yeah. Josh says, you don't see them their colors good. And uh, and Kyle says, can't read that good. <laughs> anyway, we saw we thought all these guys were on their way out. I'm not a racist, Kyle, because I can't see color. I don't see color. It's not all black and white to me, baby. The, the campers were on their way out. And we thought they were all in the clear. There was plenty of room. This guy kept, he got his, he got his thing jockeyed around. He was having a ton of trouble. Um, and he went to pull out and all of a sudden Corey sees, here's crunch and looks up. And this dude with his brand new, it must've been like an F-250 or a Chevy 2500, something. It was a big truck. He is hung up on a flower bed thing. Like it's got bricks and uh, I'm looking at it right now. I don't really know what it is. It's like a pile of fucking rocks, basically, with flowers around it. Is that an accurate description? (laughs) Jesus, yeah. But all of a sudden, this dude is up on top of it with his truck. And this other guy, the other guy that was left, is like walking over, just kind of shaking his head. (laughs) <laughs> and puts her in reverse backs up i think they crunched the the plastic uh barrier underneath i don't think they really did much else damage but jesus after he jockeyed that thing around and he he uh, jockeyed it around this pile of rocks he it's not like he hit it with his tire or like he the edge like it was in the middle of his truck like he drove straight up onto it <laughs> Uh, K-Bunk wants to know what a snow Mexican is. That is another term for our brothers up north. Canadian. <laughs> I learned that term recently. I learned that term recently. Snow Mexicans are uh, Canadian. I don't know if that's going to get uh, get me get me kicked off YouTube or not. I don't think that's racist or anything. It's just a, a reference to their location in, in regards to the United States. Yeah, so this guy crunches his up his truck up, he backs up, and then his buddy gets um, gets all hooked up, and they pull out, and uh, super quiet sense. So I'm not thinking that this is uh, is a landing vacation spot for anything. I think it was a one time isolated family event. Uh, we might get some campers up there since there is a permanent power pole. I don't know. They didn't bother me. Uh, K Bong says that he's surprised that. Um, He's surprised that, where was it? Oh, he's impressed that he asked if he could engage with Norman because most don't. Yeah, most don't. Um, I think there's a little more hesitation when it's a 180, 175 pound dog. Um, everybody asks us. <laughs> Corey says everybody asks us. I was, I was thinking I didn't want to speak out of turn. Uh, without thinking it through, but I, I don't remember the last time somebody reached down and touched them without asking. I think it might have been when they were a puppy, when they were more like 40 pounds and super cute, which I didn't blame people that wanted to touch a, a 40 pound St. Bernard puppy. They're adorable. Um, <laughs> K Box says, haha, got your TikTok medical verification. Uh, and Pippinize says it's graduation time, roughly. We were wondering graduation, maybe college graduation. Could have been that. Uh, and then they talked about my my shitty color scene. But yeah, that was a, it was an interesting, it was entertaining to sit here and watch um, all the activity going around. Corey is, Corey is kind of in heaven right here. 
Um, we both prefer to be in the middle of the woods. We both preferred uh, Navasota being out in a watermelon field by ourselves for the majority of the time, uh, having people around maybe once every couple days, if that, once every couple weeks during the winter, which was fine. Um, so, Corey... Corey likes to take evaluation of the neighborhood when we have neighborhoods. I think that's a pl pleasant way to say it. Um, she keeps an eye on things. She likes to know what's going on. She likes to look out the window and see what's going on. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Um, but this is really, really nice. She has a full view of a neighborhood. She has plenty of wildlife and animals running around. We have dogs that come and poop in our yard over here. Um, we have cats and rabbits. Corey's learning to be a bird watcher. Um, the birds of Tennessee, she's been looking up when she would hear their songs. Um, and she's, oh, yesterday we had horses walk down the street. Um, yeah, so she's kind of in heaven here with her big, big view window of the street and all the happenings going on. Uh, if we were turned around the other way and we were looking at the woods, yeah, probably better, but, uh, Corey likes Corey likes her spy game. She 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 hones her spy game. There we go. <laughs> if she ever needs, if anybody ever needs to know what's going on around here, except a cop, a cop, we haven't seen anything. Um, but anybody else needs to know, I got the girl for them. I got the girl for them. Let's see uh, over here. Kyle says, "Are your boys blowing coat right now? Our back room is covered in hair at the moment from bear. Um, our boys are blowing coat all the time." <laughs> Especially when you travel in spring and your your uh, your your mo is to try to chase seventy degrees, the dogs constantly don't know what temperature it's going to be, so they're just dropping hair. Um, Josh asked if blowing coats was something he learned from his dad. <laughs> oh. And uh, Josh says, Corey likes to make friends with the local groundhogs and pigs. Yeah, we haven't had a random pig walk through the yard yet. Um, and she hasn't had a groundhog digging holes out to where she could talk to them out the window. So that's good. That's good. Um, I think she would like a pig trotting through the yard. She would be totally ecstatic about that. Uh, the horses yesterday, she, I said, hey, look, there's horses going by down the road. And she said, today is a good day. So all I need to do is get horses to walk by every day and my wife is content. Boys, I found a winner. I found a winner. Uh... <laughs> oh, we saw a snake the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw a snake the other day. Corey, uh, Corey saw a snake in the, in the ditch. They came through and, and uh, cut the ditches the other day. And that's where we walked the dogs. And she was walking the dog. Car coming. Was the dog uh, peeing too? No, just car coming. And uh, she looks down in the ditch and there was a big old black snake. Black snake, right? Black snake. Yeah. Yeah. She was thinking probably three foot, three foot long. She couldn't see the head or the tail since it was slithering through the leaves. Um, but she couldn't, she could see it definitely. And Josh says no more monster coral snakes. No, I haven't seen any huge coral snakes. I haven't seen any snakes here yet. Corey saw the first one. So Corey saw the first one. How is it racist? It's a black snake. It's it's I I didn't see it. I didn't call it a black snake. Corey said it was black, and I believe her. She is not she's not racist, so if she called it a black snake, it was literally black. Josh says looks like somebody or uh Kyle says, I can see colors all of a sudden. No, I did not see the snake. It is all secondhand information. I trust my wife. Trust my wife. <sighs> Kyle's dad approves of the, the big black snake. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> and he says his sister too. <laughs> what about your wife? <laughs> Oh boy, that's enough of that. Item of the day. Item of the day today is the Seagate two terabyte hard drive. 
external hard drive, excuse me. Uh, these things are lifesavers for me. I have this little old Dell laptop that I beat the living shit out of, man. I use it hard. Oh, no, it's an HP. Sorry. It is whatever one was on sale uh, when I got it. Uh, and I beat the living shit out of it. I put so much content on this hard drive. If I was putting it on, um, if I was putting it on my computer, it would have been toasted long ago. But from the beginning, from almost the beginning, when I started doing content, when I started doing the audio podcast, when I started downloading the video podcast, it went directly onto an external hard drive. It's basically like a folder on your computer. You open it up just like you would any other folder. Like when you're going to save something, you just save it to that instead. It's plug and play USB. It's great. It's great. It's portable. It's like this big. I don't have one that's not plugged in right now. Yep, here we go. Smaller than my face. I know I got a big face, but it's smaller than my face. They're great. They're great. I'm on number two. I got one filled up. I'm on number two. Two terabytes extra storage. Seagate external hard drive. Link is in the video description. Link to a uh, review on the blog and a video over there. All on in the in the video description, in the audio description. Check out the website. Check out the website. Tons of blog posts going up recently. And uh, when you get over there, when you get over there and you like something, you're reading something, please copy, paste that link and share it with anybody you think would like it. Uh, check out that James Bond interview last night. It was really good. I didn't know which way it was going to go. We were talking about brain glue and marketing and advertising, naming things, slogans. Uh, the dude lost out to this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. That was his pivotal moment. He was bidding for a job. And I'm ruining the, for his first story. But I think as he was telling it, I knew it way up front what he was talking about. I think you will too. But this dude lost out to the egg cracking in the pan from the 80s. You all remember it if you've ever seen it. Kyle, you're a little young. But... Kyle said it blew right past his invitation. No, I saw it, dude. Um, Kyle says he's got a nice spot to park up on top of the pasture where you can watch the the horse, the pigs, the cows. Huh? She wants to know if she can play with your animals, Kyle. Say no, please. I don't really like New Hampshire in the winter. <laughs> anyway, Seagate, uh, Seagate 2 terabyte. Um and then, uh, yeah, oh, James Bond interview. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, check out his book. Link is in that uh, in that video description and audio description also and on the blog post for the episode. She says, of course, you can play with the animals. Um, <laughs> I saw him having to chase around those cows. I don't think you're going to get me anywhere near them. <laughs> and then this week, uh, Thursday night, I got a pre-record ready to go. Nicholas Natali. Nicholas Natali is an entertainment or an entrepreneur podcaster, an entrepreneur coach. Um, and he also sets up podcasts and manages podcasts for business owners that just don't have time. We had an awesome chat. The dude lived in a suburban for a few years. He worked for the DOD um, and was uh, had an investigation done on him. So be sure to check out. Nicholas Natali on Thursday night, pre-record. I am hoping to possibly be in the comments. I'm not sure what's going to be going on, but that will roll whether I'm there or not. And uh, catch up on last night's episode with James Bond talking about brain glue. That's what I got for interviews this week. And if you enjoy the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. And we'll catch up with you on hump day.